You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Born on the radio, raised by technology, you're tuned Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, November 19th, 2021. Back up your important data. Check your spam filters frequently. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And we got some tech news and commentary for you. Lots, as always, because there's lots going on in the tech world. But most importantly, we want to remind you to call in and participate on the show. And we say call in because that's just sort of, I guess, the way we've said things for 26-plus years on the air. But we really mean participate in any which way. You can call in with the phone number that Chris is about to give you, but you can also participate by pushing a button and speaking. So you're not calling anything. Right. And that would be in our uh, Into Tomorrow app. Oh, right, right. Or on our Into Tomorrow website at intotomorrow.com, that Ask Dave button. Yeah. Both and have a button you can mash. You can mash the buttons gently. We don't want you cracking your screens or anything. And the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com you can use with any device that's got a browser and a microphone. So your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, any top, you can just mash that button and ask Dave or tell Dave or share some tech rage with Dave. Why am I talking third person? I don't know. But you can do that or the app. We mentioned the app, of course. Or you can be old-fashioned and call us at 800-899-INTO. Oh, that would be calling in. Yes. What was that number? 800-899-4686. Ah, there you go. Call in, win stuff. Thank you, as Cameron would say. There you go. I don't want to take his job from him because he would be, I'm afraid, quite upset if we we took his job from him. Don't don't want to do that. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you, too. Tech news and commentary, and then we'll get back to your calls, your participation. A chunk of Chinese satellite almost hit the International Space Station. They dodged it, but the space junk problem is getting worse. Over the station's 23-year orbital lifetime, there have been about 30 close encounters with orbital debris requiring evasive action. Did you know that? I did not. I didn't think there were that many. Uh, three of these near misses, that, wouldn't they be near hits? <laughs> Not I near misses. So. <laughs> it's just like in an airplane. They call it a near miss. It's, no, they missed. It, it's a near hit. Anyway, they occurred. three of them occurred in 2020. In May this year, there was an actual hit. A tiny piece of space junk punched a five-millimeter hole in the International Space Station's Canadian-built robot arm. This week's incident involved a piece of debris from a defunct Chinese weather satellite destroyed back in 2007 by a Chinese anti-satellite missile test. At that time, the satellite exploded into more than 3,500 pieces of debris, most of which are still orbiting. Many have now fallen into the ISS's orbital region. 
And, but wait, there's more. Say, didn't Russia contribute to that this week, too? <laughs> Just this week. Russia's decision to also blow up a satellite with a missile put the people aboard the International Space Station at risk again, including a pair of their own cosmonauts. So it's a good thing that the dedicated people at the U.S. Space Force are standing at the ready just in case tensions continue to escalate. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine? It's hard enough to track all this space debris. But now 3,500 additional pieces of debris. Gee, thanks so much, China and Russia. Gosh. That's the thing. You know, our biggest problem today is, is cleaning all the junk in the oceans. And now that's apparently going to be uh, tomorrow's problem is trying to clean up the junk in space. Yep. And then you get people that are putting many more satellites in space. For example, 53 satellites launched just the other day by SpaceX Booster, which was making its ninth flight. And good for them. Doing a heck of a job, no question. But 53 satellites will join a constellation of more than 1,800 satellites that are already up there providing Internet service to more than 140,000 customers around the world. The company is now working, by the way, the company, Elon Musk's SpaceX company, is now working to cut the production cost of its ground-based terminals. Well, that's a good thing, because it was unrealistically priced. And increase their availability once silicon shortages ease. Demand for the service appears to be high. And I don't mean just high up in the sky. Right. I mean, appears to be popular. Ah. <laughs> but 53 more satellites, adding to the 1,800 they've already got just for SpaceX and their Starlink stuff. Oh. And I think I read somewhere that their goal is to get to like 40 or 60,000 or something of them up there. I, that's At some point, it makes me think that it's going to block the sun. Yeah. <laughs> and to make it where, you know, space junk isn't going to be just a problem when you're in orbit. It's going to be a problem probably trying to get to orbit. Oh, you gosh. have to try to, work, you know, navigate around things. So Jeff Bozos and company that are doing these 10-minute rides for space tourists for ungodly amounts of money might encounter some debris. Yeah. So if you want to be a space tourist, do it now while you still can before there's too much <laughs> debris up there. Yeah, keep in mind all this debris is actually in space as opposed to his little 10-minute jaunts that are just at the edge when yeah, you get a few moments of weightlessness and woohoo, like I was almost in space. Yeah, because any debris that is where his flights go would just burn up and fall back to Earth anyway. Yeah, true. So how come they don't burn up when they fall back to Earth? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Just, just curious. Yeah. Apple just became much friendlier to do-it-yourself repairs. The company is launching a self-service repair program. If that, you're capable, apparently. That will let you repair products yourself using official Apple parts and tools. The option will be available in the U.S. early next year and will initially give the resources to fix iPhone 12s and iPhone 13s, with M1-based Macs eligible soon afterwards. The first phase of self-service repair will focus on core components like the battery, camera, and display, with other parts eligible later. Apple will apparently ask customers to review a repair manual and then order relevant parts through a self-service repair online store. Now, the company didn't say how much parts would cost, but this is Apple, so you can kind of get an idea. Well, they also but, didn't say, or did they, whether or not you screw it up miserably, will they fix it for you? I'm sure they will for a cost. cost. Uh, yeah. um, but they did say that they'll offer a credit to customers who return used parts for recycling. Oh, <laughs> well, so in other words, if you put your phone back together or your Mac back together and you've got spare parts, they'll take them. Well, I think if you like if you're replacing your battery, you <laughs> if you're replacing your battery. It, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I got that. <laughs> but I was trying to go for the line of, you know, how come I have so many spare parts <laughs> after I put everything back together? Oops. 
And you wonder why it won't boot up. So basically, though, folks who think they can handle it, good. Take care of it and save yourself some repair money. You've got to pay a fortune for the parts, no question, because they're going to have a little piece of fruit on them. Yeah, I mean, unlike me, who probably five or six years ago decided to replace the screen on my own iPad and it didn't work, and I gave up halfway through and threw the iPad away. Yeah, that was a disaster. I remember that. But then again, you get so frustrated about the, well, and about I, everything. And I also bought the cheapest replacement screen I could find on Amazon. It came from China. Well, so. That, well, so does the whole iPad. Well, Hello. this was probably a knockoff one from China. Oh, a knockoff one. Wow. Even worse. But, yeah, you got frustrated very easily. What can I say? Um, Snapchat inched ahead of TikTok. As the preferred platform for U.S. teens, 35% versus 30%. In a recent Piper-Sandler survey, after the social media sites were deadlocked in the spring of 2021, Instagram was preferred by 22% compared with 25% last year, while just 2% favored Twitter and Facebook. That's because well, mom and dad are on Twitter and, and, and Facebook. And that's why the kids are favoring Snapchat, because more of us old people are on TikTok. What do you mean, us old people? Speak for yourself. Well, I'm old. You're older. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. But yeah, that's another good point, because I don't snap, and I rarely TikTok. I mean, you know, they've upset me anyway, because they've removed a couple things that were not at all violating their community standards, which they don't tell you what the violation was. They just remove your stuff. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it makes no sense to violate you for community standards if they don't tell you what the community standards are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so TikTok can just talk and tick themselves to death. For oh, okay. Yeah. Now, watch them remove that. Yeah. Good luck with that. You may have tried to ignore cryptocurrency, but now the name is set to take over one of the most iconic sports stadiums in the U.S., this week, uh, Staples Center in Los Angeles announced that it's renaming itself to Crypto.com Arena on Christmas Day, December 25th. Oh, gee. <laughs> A- AEG, which owns the stadium, struck a 20-year naming rights agreement with the virtual currency trading app Crypto.com for the rebrand. 20 years? 20 so years. They're obviously anticipating to be around for some time. Yeah. Now, it's unclear how much Crypto.com paid to secure the naming rights. Of course, and you wonder also if they paid in cryptocurrency or if yeah. it had to be a cash deal. Exactly. Um, of course, LA is just trying to be like us here in Miami. Earlier this year, back in March, what we've known for many years as the American Airlines Arena, home of the Miami Heat, was renamed FTX Arena after that cryptocurrency exchange. And, and yet people still refer to the AAA, because yeah. that's how everybody knew it. It's just like the, the Hard Rock Stadium, is always, in my mind, is always going to be Joe Robbie Stadium. always Joe Robbie Stadium. Exactly. Yeah. Yikes. So, and that American Airlines Arena deal was worth $135 million. But and for how long is FTX? I didn't, I didn't FTX? how long that oh, deal was for. But Wow. So crypto crypto.com is replacing the Staples Center on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. What a great Christmas present for office supply fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and those who live in LA. Yeah. Wow. According to a report released this week from advocacy groups Reset Australia, Fair Play and Global Action Plan, the anti-social media platform Facebook, which of course is owned by Meta now, because it's all about the metaverse, right? So they're owned by Meta, but they're still Facebook as we know them, is still gathering data from children and teenagers, despite claiming earlier this year to have made changes to how advertisers can reach young people. And yet they're still gathering this data. So just those advocacy groups, and I'm sure they'll be joined by others, are understandably up in arms about that. So let's hope that they can make some headway there and, again, get Zuckerberg to get the big picture. 
Struggling to attract workers uh, as the coronavirus pandemic drags on, major companies are dangling an uncommon benefit to lure job candidates, a chance to get paid every day. Whoa! (laughs) Oh, jeez. Dozens of employers, including fast food chains Arby's, Wendy's, and Taco Bell, as well as retailers like Big Lots, Dollar Tree, and Kroger, are now giving employees the option to use apps like Branch, Daily Pay, or Dayforce Wallet to withdraw money from their paychecks moments after finishing their shift. Such apps are essentially software add-ons to existing payroll systems like ADP. Uh, The app shows workers by the hour how much cash they're earning as their shift progresses throughout the day and then allows them to transfer their wages to a connected bank account with the touch of a button. Uh, Taxes and any pay garnishments are automatically taken out before a user can can tap into the funds. That's got to be a payroll accounting nightmare. I'm sure. It's bad enough if you do it monthly or every couple of weeks or every other Friday, whatever, or twice a month. But every day, yeah, and it sounds to me like these apps do it as sort of almost like a like a payroll advance, I guess, where it just you know you kind of Jeez. tap into what, and then it, obviously it will lessen what their real paycheck is every two weeks or every month, however often they get paid. But. So they can elect to do it every day or some days. I want to get paid today, right? Or but, they can just opt out and get paid on the normal pay schedule, oh. <laughs> which unfortunately most people. I think would probably rather get paid every day if they could, because now there's money in their pocket the whole time. They're not living literally paycheck to paycheck. It's day to day. What I read in one of the stories is one of the the people involved were saying that they're they're finding that people aren't necessarily taking out $100 to go to the bar on a Friday night, but they might take out $100 or $150 for that light bill that they forgot to pay, and the electricity is going to get shut off. Uh, It is helpful in those kind of areas. Yeah. Well, see, that might make a difference. Amazon has escalated its fight with Visa. Starting in January of next year, the e-commerce giant will stop accepting Visa cards issued in the U.K. Oh, only in the U.K. Only in the U.K. Uh, It notified Amazon U.K. customers in an email about the the change, blaming the high fees Visa charges for credit card transactions. Buyers can at least continue using their Visa credit cards through the holidays, but after that, they'll have to switch to a Visa debit card or another card like a MasterCard or Amex or use Venmo. Yeah. Or, yeah, PayPal maybe. Do do they take PayPal? I don't know if they take Amazon. Uh, I figured you would know being an Amazon Prime sucker. But I don't do that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but I just pay with my Amex so I can keep getting more airline miles that I'll never use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got like a million miles, and when am I going to use them and how? So uh, here's a pretty cool science story, if you will, because we, we cover tech, which includes science. Scientists have designed a deep-sea rover that's currently cruising the depths of the Pacific Ocean near Southern California. It's learning more about how carbon is processed. The Benthic rover, about the size of a car, if you can imagine this, is moving without a tether along the ocean floor, measuring the activity of microbes and other creatures that process oxygen into carbon dioxide. So this big car-sized rover crawling across the ocean floor off Southern California. Let's hope that they can learn some things and see where it takes them. Into tomorrow. Oh, in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Ray in Niagara Falls, New York, listens online and, of course, at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Ray. Yeah, Dave. I've always heard there's a machine you could put on your cable to eliminate the commercials. It's just getting too much, all these commercials. There was one string of commercials, of eight commercials all at one time. And it's just too much. And they're the same ones over and over and over again. There's got to be a way to eliminate them, I hope. Well, Ray, I'm with you on on that. And mind you, we're in the broadcasting, which means supported by advertisers' business. But I can relate and we understand. What gets me the worst is the local Comcast cut-ins. 
here in South Florida, they assume everybody speaks Spanish. So there's one after another of Spanish only, mind you, on English-only channels. Well, yeah, but it's too complicated to divide them up. To... Really? Well, then don't air them at all. Just, you know, put them on the Spanish stations. I have no problem with that because I don't watch them. But come on. But you're probably thinking of DVRs, though, that allow you to skip commercials on recorded shows. Those do exist. But the best bet there would be to talk to your cable company to see what they offer, if anything. There are third-party DVRs from big companies like TiVo that offer the feature, but it will typically require buying an expensive device and committing to a monthly payment. Your cable company may offer you a better deal, even though I'd hate to admit that. What they call that feature depends on your cable company. For example, Comcast calls it Smart Resume, please. Dish calls it Auto Hop. TiVo devices call it Skip Mode. Yeah, now there are no devices that will let you skip commercials on live TV broadcasts, since they obviously won't be able to skip into the future. Uh, But at least there's hope for your pre-recorded content. Now, this really doesn't apply to you, since it's about over-the-air TV rather than cable. But Tableau started offering the service in early 2020 for $2 a month for their cord cut. Ah, so there are some possibilities, but Ray, if you're talking about being able to skip ahead when you're watching like live news or a show that may or may not be live, but it's being played to you at that moment, not on a on a DVR, digital video recorder, or some tape delay or something like that. As Chris said, because while the commercials aren't live, the feed is live, if you will. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Are you sure? All right. Into tomorrow.com. Let's meet there. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And everyone needs a good night's sleep, but many people struggle to fall asleep and stay asleep. I can relate. A smart headband reads your mind to help you sleep. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Sleep is not just a luxury. It's actually critical for good health. Lack of sleep can be a precursor for serious health conditions including obesity, heart disease, and diabetes. The Muse-S headband has sensors that detect your brain waves and then uses biofeedback to help you fall asleep and stay asleep. It can play a variety of sounds and information tracks to help you relax. 
and gently fades out as you fall asleep. If it detects that you're waking up during the night, it will fade in the sounds again until you fall back asleep, and then it will fade out again. The same biofeedback can also be used to help control stress. Subscribers have access to more than 500 guided meditations that they can use during the day, and the system gives feedback to help you improve your focus. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. Of course, that assumes you have brain waves. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I know. So it, it wouldn't work for you, Chris. But the Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute is brought to you, as always, by Dexcom. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit D-E-X-C-O-M to learn more. That's Dexcom. Com. And while you're online, be sure to sign up for Alfred's Health Tech Insider free weekly newsletter. You can do that at healthtechinsider.com. And while we're giving you some more dot-coms and talking about newsletters, be sure to visit us and snag our free once a week Into Tomorrow tech newsletter at intotomorrow.com. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills just pour them in and hero does the rest so easy to use and saves me so much time i never miss a dose i'm never late for a dose anymore and that is so critical to me what i like best about my hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use and i don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget did i take that pill or not because it reminds me it alerts and dispenses with the push of a button plus hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver hero is amazing but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their hero from the convenience of your phone i feel better than i have ever felt simply because i have this device try hero risk-free for 30 days if you don't love it you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Into Tomorrow, reminding you to always check your spam filters. You're going to find important emails in there, not just from Graveline.com, but maybe from mom and dad or other relatives or distant friends that you haven't heard from. And they, oh, no wonder I haven't heard from them. They got stuck in my spam filter. Well, you got to fix that. You go in there and say, this is not spam, and then you should be fine. And while we're making important reminders, don't forget to back up your important data. It's very important to do. All of those important things. Including all those photos you have on your phone that are just going to stay on your phone forever and you're never going to do anything with. Back them up. That's true. <laughs> but you're never going to do anything with them except back them up. Yeah. And hopefully show them at some point. After your phone crashes and you lose everything, that's when you're going to want to go back and look at that picture. Yeah. yeah very true. <laughs> so you want to take care of that. Oh, by the way, did I mention I'm Dave Graveline? I'm Chris. Ah, okay. Just Chris. Hey, just Chris. Yeah. There you go. Like Cher or yeah. other that are just one name. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Jack. Uh, the, <laughs> there's a reference to a TV show that's been off the air a couple yeah, of years. So you're dating yourself. Yeah. A couple of years. That's not that long ago. It's not like I said something about Bob Newhart or Dick Van Dyke or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Younger folks are going, who? Yeah, exactly. 
Um, do you get this is important? So I was like, yeah. How do I say that? Do you get our free once a week tech newsletter? And you can't say yes because you have to condition of employment. However, everyone listening should receive our free once a week tech newsletter, and it's very easy to get. But what's in it? Tech news. Go figure. You get some hmm thoughts that make you smile or laugh or chuckle or slap your forehead. Or slap your knee if it's really funny. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, we list the prizes that we're giving away. Oh, okay. So current prizes are listed. Maybe current guests that week. Yeah. Once in a while, you and the team even throw in a call or two that we're going to address so you can see what's coming up. Yeah, we, uh, we have Beth's tech tip in it each week, which if you don't already get the tech newsletter, this is what you've missed this week. Uh, technology is playing a major part in education, and students of all ages are using it. Whether you're looking for a new laptop or your schoolwork or an online class, you can take in your living room with a superstar instructor. Technology has you covered. Ah, and Windows 11 users will be forced to use Microsoft Edge soon, and it sucks. As the next Windows update will make it impossible to bypass the Edge browser for certain tasks. Sorry about that, that we deliver that bad news, but we tell you all about it in this week's Into Tomorrow Tech Newsletter. All we ask for is your email address, which, by the way, we don't share with anyone. We don't give out your email address. That's all we ask for. What happens is you put in your email address in the box that pops up when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Then you'll get a subsequent email that says, click here to make sure. It's called a double opt-in because we don't spam people. And when you click that link, voila, you'll be getting our free once-a-week tech newsletter. Meantime, several Tesla drivers have reported seeing Starlink satellite dishes at many supercharger stations. And while the dishes could obviously be performing some basic functions, like taking care of payments and so forth, they might also offer Wi-Fi, letting customers check their email and maybe stream shows while they sit there waiting for their vehicles to charge. Of course, the company has not announced any actual plans yet for such a rollout, but we can only assume Mm -hmm. that that might be in the works. We know what happens when you assume. Yes. Yeah. Make an ass out of you and me. Yeah. That's what assume is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when YouTube announced that it was removing the dislike count from all videos on its platform last week, not everyone was happy with the decision. One of those vocal critics was YouTube co-founder Jod Kareem. What, he uh, likes dislikes? Apparently. Um, <laughs> and even if you're not familiar with any of YouTube's three co-founders, you've probably seen a video of Kareem. I've shared it, I know, on uh, This Week in Tech History every year. Uh, that's because Kareem uploaded the now famous first ever video to YouTube. Oh, the t- elephant. Titled Me at the Zoo. Yes, and an elephant behind him or yes. something. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Kareem's video is more than 16 years old. The video description on it is very new. The YouTube co-founder is using the historic old video to his advantage and his protest of the very current YouTube decision to remove the dislike count. He added, quote, Why would YouTube make this universally disliked change? There is a reason, but it's not a good one, and not one that will be publicly disclosed. Instead, there will be references to various studies, studies that apparently contradict the common sense of every YouTuber. Oh, gee. So I guess he's not currently involved with YouTube? Yes, that once, He's just once, one of once, the founders. Once he made his millions from the sale to Google, I'm sure he left. But wow. I often wonder if he sits back and you know just looks at what they've done to his company. I know. And, and then he teases us with, he's not going to tell us why. Well, no, he's saying that YouTube's not going to tell you why. He's well, why doesn't he tell us why? He probably doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, I see. I thought maybe he knew, but he's been told, don't say anything. See, they should, have, they should have kept with their original plan for YouTube. It was originally going to be a video dating service. 
What? <laughs> Before, I did not know that. That's, that's, Why that was, haven't I heard that, that was, in tech history? Because you don't pay attention. Yeah. Oh. But the, you know, maybe the world would be a better place if it just kept its normal, original, intended purpose. I can see it now. Where'd you meet? On YouTube. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Demand for new 5G smartphones and other consumer electronics is certainly expected to be strong this holiday season. And Apple and Samsung are expanding their brick-and-mortar presence to reach shoppers. Samsung will open its fifth U.S. experience store, that's what they call them, kind of weird, near Dallas. And Apple is continuing its rollout of in-store shops at Target stores at various places around the country. So more brick and mortar of actual stores to go in and touch and feel stuff, including, of course, 5G smartphones. So if you're looking for something to get your loved one or your hated one, I guess, for that matter, that doesn't already have a 5G smartphone, consider that if you've got lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> and they're worth it. Mm-hmm. The European Union's General Court in Luxembourg has upheld the European Commission's decision to slap Google with a record 2.4 billion euro or 2.8 billion dollar fine for an antitrust case back in 2017. Back then, the commission decided after a lengthy investigation that the tech giant favored its own comparison shopping services and unfairly directed users to its own products over those of its rivals. That $2.8 billion fine is just a tiny fraction of Alphabet's uh, $2 trillion valuation. Alphabet, of course, is Google's parent company. Mm-hmm. But it was the biggest financial penalty the commission has ever handed out. Wow. Well, good. And hopefully they'll, get, they'll hit them with more. I hope so. Yeah, exactly. May I take a moment to tout a little more of radio's success? Sure, why not? Okay. Well, because we're on radio, so why not exactly? Spoken word or talk radios, share of audio listening surged 8% this year and rose an eye-popping 40% over the last seven years. A new study from Edison Research shows spoken words share of audio listening is consistently growing as it gobbles up an ever-increasing slice of the total audio radio pie. While nearly three of every four hours of audio time is spent with music, 28% now goes to spoken word, like Into Tomorrow, up from 20% just seven years ago. And you wonder, why is that? How is it that talk stations like the one we're on now, unless you're listening to our podcast or stream or otherwise, why are they so popular? Because spoken word is listened to. It's because never on in the background. It's not background music. It's not you don't put on talk radio when you're having a party and it's just there for ambiance. Well, I do. I play into tomorrow on, on my parties. That's why your parties are well. Anyway, I don't have any parties. Uh, yeah, so. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think that's really pretty good, and that's why I'm always touting radio's successes. But there's another good example because if you're listening to talk radio, that's the key. You're listening. To us. Yeah, well, especially because, unfortunately, more and more uh, music radio are just playing the same 10 or 12 songs. On, over on and over and over again. It'd be like me being redundant and repetitive. All and over Redundant again. and repetitive. <laughs> yeah, you get the idea. Yeah. So we try to inform and entertain you. Sometimes I, we succeed. Sometimes we don't. <laughs> yeah. I trust we do it most of the time. But we want to know what you think. 800-899-INTO. Do let us know, won't you? Thank you. 
This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the ease. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. It's Cameron Graveline. Yep, we're in our 26th year bringing you the latest tech now. Back to the guys. Thank you very much. I love when Cameron does our rejoins. And that reminds me, we want to hear you, our listeners, doing a holiday rejoin. And if you're among the first few to get something in, just about 30 seconds, give or take. You don't have to worry about timing it, but we can't do two or three minute ones. So around 30 seconds of just some holiday greetings, some holiday wishes from you and your family to our audience and their families. You know, whatever you want to say, then we will add some holiday music to it. We just want your audio only And you can do that very easily. The easiest ways, of course, would be the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. And just have a little something prepared, at least in your mind, and say what you wish about the holidays. And then we will put them in on our shows leading up through the holidays. So you'll be heard on the air, and therefore, you win prizes because you're heard on the air. It's that easy. Another easy way is to use the Into Tomorrow app. And we'll be sending you prizes when we hear you say something about happy holidays from you to our audience. Even though this guy doing our car washes out front, if you're hearing weird noises, uh, sure, right, right now as it gets quiet. But he's using his pressure washer and he's got his machine, as he calls it, his machine. It's doing all the work. It's like he put it as far away from the window to the studio that he can. But every so often, we get... That's our prize, I guess. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> we get clean cards today. Ay, ay, ay. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys.com, providing the 24-7 stream of Into Tomorrow at our website at IntoTomorrow.com. Let's head over to Tyler, Texas. Michael there listens on KTBB AM and FM. Hey, Michael. Hey, Dave. First of all, I would like to say congratulations on the anniversary of the show. Well, thank you. And second, what is a good watch would it be the apple watch or would you go for the android yes uh and know to have both phones okay well good question actually um both are going to take a few things to consider so this is what we you know if if it were you heard chris say yes the apple watch because he's a he's an iphoney i'm an android guy so of course i would say just yes to the android yeah which watch is on my wrist an android (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's connected to your apple watch Go figure. Now, but the first thing to consider is what do you want the watch to do? If you have both Android phones and iPhones, and you probably use one for work and maybe one for your personal life, so which do you want the watch to be involved in? Which phone's notifications are important enough to get also on your wrist? Which things do you want to track the most? Now, the other big thing is an Apple Watch is an Apple Watch. They're solid, of course. They last a long time. They work well. But most importantly, they are made by Apple 
and no one else. Yeah, and the important thing to remember is both the Android watches and the Apple watches will work on both phones. Yes. But if you want all of the capabilities of an Android watch, you'll have to connect it to an Android phone. Same thing with Apple watches. Right, you'll, get, you'll get all of the capabilities connected to its own device. Yeah. Um, now, Android watches are really Wear OS watches, and there are lots and lots of different ones. If you look at something like Samsung's Galaxy watch line, that's what we both wear, uh, they're all going to be pretty good. They make different kinds of, of different lifestyles, some more discreet, some more rugged, but they're all good watches, and it's mainly a matter of choosing the right one that adapts to your use. For example, running in the rain a lot might call for the active models. There you go. Now, if you look at some of the generic ones out there, your experience will vary. Even some recognizable brands have put out watches that haven't lasted very long, and they haven't fared very well. Yeah, if you go with an Apple Watch, you'll have support and updates for quite a few years. If you go with one of the more solid Android brands, like the Galaxy line we mentioned, you probably will as well. Uh, but if you go with a budget brand, your experience may differ greatly. Yeah, uh, we, as we always like to say, your mileage may vary. And that's true in this case especially. So, Michael, you know, again, if you if you want to use all of a watch's features then get the watch that combines with the brand of phone you have. Especially because, like phones, these watches, they're they're expensive, so they're an Mm -hmm. investment. So make sure you get one that you're going to get the use out of. Yeah, and now there's a whole bunch for kids, though, too. Let's not forget about kids' watches. And they also, for the most part, not always, but for the most part, will work with either phone if the child also has a phone. But these are some really good smartwatches out there. The Cosmo. Uh, there's another one that we just got recently. Do you remember what that's called? We haven't had a chance. Explora, to... I think. Yeah, Explora. So there's several out there. So stay tuned. We'll tell you more as we progress. Oh, but I promised you we're going to tell you what's available when you call in and participate or just participate. You don't have to call using your phone. You can do it any number of ways. So we do have some goodies to share with you. And of course, uh, Chris always leaves the legal stuff to me. If you'd like any of the particular prizes, no promises, no guarantees, but do tell us when you participate. We'll do our best to get that item to you. This week, we've got Things like uh, from LFO, the Eclipse baby car seat alarms offer peace of mind to busy parents and help save your child. There, or your grandchild. So there's something that you might want right there. From Benji Lock, fingerprint padlocks. The key is your finger. From Turtle Beach, we've got a Stealth 700 wireless gaming headset. Oh, very nice. From Infinicore, Wally Grip detachable wallet, grip, and stand. All for your smartphone. And from Love Handles, we've got Dave's Love Handles. Yeah, we do, actually. Custom into tomorrow smartphone grips. Yep. So if you want Dave's Love Handles, just ask for Dave's Love Handles. And we'll throw in something else, too, because my Love Handles are priceless. But we also want to make sure you get something else good. Yeah. So mention any of those items when you participate. 800-899-INTO or the Into Tomorrow app. Or click the Ask Dave microphone button at intotomorrow.com. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. 
The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. Into Tomorrow continues for the weekend of November 19th, 2021. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. New podcasters may need some help setting everything up. Blueberry's top-notch support team is ready to help you just like they helped us. Just go to blubrry.com. So it's Blueberry without the E's. All right, very good. Larry in Metamora, Michigan. Welcome Into Tomorrow. Curious about how you get on an Android phone, the Google Assistant from suddenly appearing when you haven't asked for the Google Assistant and starts asking you, can I help you? And a second uh, point is on Facebook, how you stop the videos that automatically start playing. I want to look at what people post. I don't want to look at or listen to or watch a video. I don't blame you. Aren't they irritating? Yeah. Other than asking Google not to respond to any voice triggers, there's not a lot you can do right now about that issue. Google won't let you change the trigger word to something that doesn't include the word Google. And your phone will just react if it thinks it's heard you call it. Yeah, in theory, as people use it more, the voice recognition gets better, and there should be fewer false positives. But who knows? They may prefer to err on the side of answering too often than not enough. Uh, we do have better news about Facebook, though. Uh, they're still an awful company, uh, but somehow they managed to do one helpful thing, and they do allow you to disable autoplay for video. Yeah, I like the way you say that. They're, they do allow something, right? <laughs> to do that now, you'll need to go to Settings and Privacy. Uh, privacy, who says they don't have a sense of humor, <laughs> uh, then click on settings, select video, and there should be a drop down allowing you to set autoplay to off. Yeah, now while you're in settings, um, if you go to into deactivation and deletion, you can delete your account from there. Uh, just a not so subtle suggestion for a better life. <laughs> yeah, how you sort of deleted your account for a whole month. Yeah, but it was a, a very peaceful month. Well, and then you ruined it by signing back on. Yeah, no. And you just claimed you had to. Now I'm into abuse. Apparently you are. <laughs> My goodness. Anyone else into abuse, just you know, let us know. We'll try to help you because it's what we do. We, we try to make sure and solve your digital dilemmas. Well, plus I had to get back on Facebook in time now to talk about politics before Christmas so that I can save money on Christmas presents. You saw one of my stories <laughs> because I, I had that posted the other day. Now's the time. Or be sure when you invite family over for Thanksgiving, you talk about politics. So you can save money on Christmas gifts. <laughs> well, you, know, you, you know why the first Thanksgiving was so successful? Because none of the relatives had Facebook or Twitter. <laughs> oh wow. Woo. That, that's so true, but wow. Interesting. That's that's deep. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> what do you think? We do want your opinions and your input and your holiday greetings. So get them to us as well so that we can start playing your voice when we come back out of commercial breaks. 
We want to hear you on Into Tomorrow. Visit us at intotomorrow.com.